Hello, hello. I am loving this festive music. I am so in the Christmas mood. It's it's getting a little bit ridiculous, but I am happy about it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. This is a Do It For The Process podcast, and we are doing 12 days of Christmas. 12 days of practical tips and bits of advice to help you, my creative entrepreneur, to have your best holiday season yet. I'm Emily Jeffords. I'm your host, which, yes, I am your host. (laughs) I am an artist, educator, mother of three. I have the honor of working with thousands of creatives inside of my membership, The Collective, and my course, my 12-week course called Making Art Work, which opens for enrollment again in February, which I know feels like a long time away. I know but it's also right around the corner. So check that out if you are an entrepreneur, a creative that's looking to grow your business, especially if you're an artist. It's really designed for creatives and fine artists and artists that are that are creating things from their heart and from their soul and wanna bring that work to the world in a way that is elegant and refined and also really, really powerful. I love doing this myself. I love being a fine artist. I love being a creative entrepreneur and I love helping others do the same. I am a huge believer in abundance. I am a huge believer in helping my fellow creatives because I I completely believe that when we all thrive, we all thrive, right? Like that makes sense. I don't understand when people are like, Emily, you're teaching other people how to do what you do. That's not smart. That's not good for business. I'm like, "Mm, I disagree with you strongly because what's happening right now in the world is we are teaching people, collectors, customers, people, how to reach creativity, how to reach the arts, how to reach fine artists, how to buy artwork, how to appreciate creativity, how to appreciate handmade beautiful goods we're currently reshaping how collectors and customers meet with us. They don't have to go to a gallery. They can, but they don't have to. They don't have to shop on target.com. They can, but you don't have to anymore. (laughs) Thank goodness. So I think it's a beautiful time to be an entrepreneur, a creative entrepreneur in particular, because we have so much ability to really reshape the way that our people find us. And that is incredible. But here's the deal. And here's why I don't think it's a dumb move for my business to teach other businesses how to thrive is because when we all thrive, we can all make a bigger impact. What I mean by this is if I want to have a more successful business, if I want to meet more collectors, if I want to meet, you know, more of my customers out in the world in the way that I want to do so, I'm a self-representing artist. I work with just me, no galleries at this point. Um, If I want to continue doing that, then the best thing I can do is to make a wave happen in, in our society. And not just in my community, but in the whole community and in all of, you know, the world, essentially. So the more I can help that happen, the more easy it will be for my business to grow and for your business to grow and for all of us to grow side by side. I know it sounds cliche and beautiful, but I firmly believe it. And I've seen it happen time and time again. When creatives thrive, we all thrive. Okay, that was a little bit of a soapbox I didn't intend to get on, but um, it happened, so I'm going to keep it. 
welcome. We are here for 12 Days of Christmas, not Emily Jeffords talking about what it means to be a creative in 2020, but oh well. <laughs> welcome to the podcast, guys. Um, let's let's get back on track, shall we? Okay, we're here for 12 Days of Christmas. Each day we are talking about one tip, one piece of advice that's going to help you raise your holiday sales today things that are really practical, really foundational to your success this holiday season, because I want you to find more clarity, to have higher sales, and to have a lot more joy this holiday season. The holiday season is notorious for bringing burnout. We often hear about people that are just resting for all of January because they push themselves too hard in the holiday season, and that's fine up to a point. But what if you could thrive in December and also in January? What if the holiday season didn't burn you out? What if you didn't push too hard? What if you didn't have um, all this energy that was expended with mediocre results and then also burnout at the end? Wouldn't that be great? Let's do it. Let's do that. So tune in each day. We're currently on day number four and... There are 12 days total in this in this series. If you would like to have all the information right now at your fingertips instantly, plus more that I'm not even getting into in this podcast episode, I recommend that you download the ebook. It is beautiful. It is practical. It is full of advice, full of tips and tricks to help you succeed right here, right now. It's a 36-page ebook, and you can download it at emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash holiday. The ebook is $10. You can also get a physical copy, which is $14.50 if you like, and both are beautiful and ready for you right now. Okay, let's dive into tip number four of our 12 days of holiday. Let's dive in. But first, a little recap because I know how it can be to remember things that happened yesterday. It's almost impossible for me at least. (laughs) All right. Tip number one on day number one was to plan your holiday products so that you know exactly where to channel your precious energy. Tip number two is to figure out what your audience actually wants. You can ask them. Tip number three is to choose your two to five stars that you want to really focus on this holiday season. Stars are things like products, genres, offers, services, whatever you want to create. Just limit what you offer. That way you don't confuse yourself or your audience. And now tip number four, vary your price points. The holiday season is the perfect time to offer a variety of price points because it allows you to meet the needs of a variety of customers. Your collectors are different. They might want different things. They might be buying for different people and you want to meet their needs in a variety of ways. Think about your own habits. I'm sure that you do this. I do this. I think most people do this. We have our gift list, right? Like we have our our mom, our sister, our partner, our best friend, our teacher, whatever. You have your list, right? Like you have your people that you need to buy gifts for. You know what I mean? <laughs> and on that list, you have someone that you want to spend quite a lot of money on. Maybe your partner, maybe your child, maybe your your parent. There are other people on your list that you love, but you don't want to spend a lot of money on them. Nothing against them. It's just how it goes. No big deal. People like your teacher or your coworker or your, you know, your friend or something like that. You want to buy them something because you love them, but it doesn't need to be that over loving, lavish gift. So to meet the needs of your collectors, have things that fall into various price points. Now, what the price points are is kind of up to you. And when I say that, I know you're going to go like, Emily, come on, just tell me what to do. 
Well, I can't tell you what to do because I don't know your product. I don't know your current price offerings and I don't know your customers. I also don't know where you live. I don't know what your market looks like. I don't know how you market. Those things all play into this. I will tell you from my business, my price points typically fall between $25 and $500. My originals are between $250 and you know $4,000. So my price points are in that range. That's a pretty big range already. $25 to $4,000 is a pretty big range. However, during the holiday season, I typically hone it in a little bit and focus on that $25 to $300-ish range, somewhere in there. Because most of my buyers want to buy something that's in that $100 price point. There are some that are way less. They just want to buy gifts for their friends, for their, their bridesmaids, for their cousins, for whoever, for the teachers in their life, whatever. They want that much lower price point, that $25, $40 price point. But there are other people that want to buy something for their sister or for their aunt or for a hostess gift for someone that you know really matters to them, really is doing a lot for them, or for their mother or for whoever that tends to fall in that a little bit more, you know, a little bit higher price point, but still not, you know, it's not crazy high. It's still affordable, but but a little bit higher. Um, most of my my gifters are either in the 25 to 50 range or in the 90 to 150, 200-ish range, somewhere in there, mostly around 100. So I plan my holiday offerings with that in mind. My ornaments are 43. They are very giftable. They're very beautiful. They're very collectible. Um, I also create a gift box that is around uh, 90 to 100-ish. And I have other offerings in the middle there that are, you know, easily giftable and beautiful. Those are the offers that I have the most success with, with my demographic, with my price point, with my audience, with my collectors. Look at what you're currently doing. What do you currently offer? What are your current prices? How can you meet the needs of your individual people that buy from you? I, people often overgeneralize avatars or like customers their customer personas. I think that's fine and a great practice and I recommend it and we go through that in my course and that's a great practice. But humanize them. Think what does what do my people need? What does this person need? How can I help this person with their needs? What are they looking for? They want something beautiful to give to their person. That way they feel loving, they feel loved, they feel that sense of connection, that sense of they're buying something that's meaningful and beautiful and special and is more intentional than something that just came from a big box store. You're giving them all of those things. So help them do that well and do that consistently with you year after year. All right, so tip number four, vary your price points. Think through what your person needs. What are they comfortable spending? How do they wanna shop with you? And then meet them there. A quick little bonus tip you don't need to go too low. People are buying love, essentially. They're buying things that are going to communicate love and connection. Love and connection are typically not very affordable gifts. Um, what I mean by that is if you buy someone something that costs $10, that doesn't help you to feel very loving. When you could buy something that costs 50, that, co that feels much more loving and much more generous. People want to feel generous this holiday season. So have something in that mid price point, have something in that higher price point for those that want to feel very generous and very, um, like they're doing something really, really lovely towards their gift recipient. 
also has something in that lower price point that's just much more affordable and much more collectible. That's completely fine as well. But you don't need to go too low. We're not having a race to the bottom. I don't ever recommend that. If you're in the collective or if you've taken making artwork, you know I do not recommend racing to the bottom in your price points. It just, you can't compete with Target. You can't compete with big box stores. You just, you just can't. So don't try. Just don't even try. Just be you, create beautiful things that people desire, and you will do so, so well. Okay, tip number four, vary your price points. Come back tomorrow for tip number five, or go download the workbook and the beautiful ebook. They're found at emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash holiday. And I made that sound like it was two different things. It's not, it's one book. I don't know why I said it that way. It's one ebook and it's beautiful and really, really practical. Emily Jeffords learn forward slash holiday. Okay. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.